Hey everyone, and welcome to the Relaunch Podcast. Oh, I have chills from my head to my toes on what I am going to be bringing to you. And you know, when you wake up in the morning and there is this sense of like excitement, you're just like excited. You're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a great day. Well, I'm so excited now because I get to help you have a great day as well. And this is going to take you not just in the physical sense of where you are in your seat right now, or you're out running, or you're working out, or whatever you're doing, but it's going to take you from that physical. We talk about being visible to the invisible. And you know, I like to go there, but this is going to go even further. And who am I talking about? Who is my guest today? Her name is Karen Romine. She is a certified psychic, medium, healer, and psychic investigator. She leverages her three decades of corporate experience to help women use psychic abilities to help like monetize. How awesome is this? She said to me before we started, she said, you know what, Hillary? The one thing I always want to keep doing is the one-on-ones. It's the helping people with their businesses. It's the going beyond and always giving back in that helping with the investigations. And so we're going to go there today. We are going to help you understand how much more there is than just what we see. You're listening to the Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hillary DeCesar, best selling author, speaker, and transformational coach, widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too. Rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, we'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. I had the privilege of actually having a session with Karen and it was a few months ago and I went back actually maybe two months ago and I went back and I listened this morning and I got to tell you, wow, giving a little space and I had the tears flowing, you know, I mean, I was like right back in the moment and then here you are. Welcome, Karen to the show and I'm like just out of my skin excited to see you again. Oh, thank you so much. I I couldn't be happier. It's the best day ever. I'm thrilled to be here. It is the best day ever. So I really want to, for those that are like, oh God, and you know, people have heard me say, who knew woo could be so good for you? And I got to say some out there are still, you know, they're, they're continuing to follow me because they're like, you know, 
Hill has been, you know, bringing some good things to this, to these, you know, shows. But what is she doing? Where is she going? And help us understand, first off, the relaunch journey that brought you where you are today. Because it wasn't always this way. And I really want to talk about this, your give back. And is it FBI that you're working with? I work with all, all forms of law enforcement on all forms, all forms. I'd love to weave that in as well, because I think people are truly fascinated and I love the essence of helping, helping in whatever capacity, but let's start Karen with how the heck did you become a medium, a psychic, a healer, and I'm still, I'm like, God, I love this show. So help us understand your journey and your relaunch. Well, my journey is in some ways similar to others and in other ways not. I have known things and heard things that I thought everyone did as a child. And I blurted out a few of those things and it wasn't so well received actually. So I was raised in the Midwest in a conservative area, and my goal was to get to college, get a degree, and make something of myself. And there was nothing that involved speaking with dead people on the college. So go uh, figure, right? You know, that whole I see dead people, you know, no, I know, no, no, I'm sure it wasn't. So I focused on business and I really had a knack for it. It came quite naturally for me. I'm very linear in my thinking of getting getting the goal, seeing how it is we need to get there and then developing the plan. So for probably three decades, just as a little dating on myself, I have worked with companies coming out of bankruptcy, going through mergers, startup companies. I've been partners in those companies. I've been advisors, and I still sit on the board of several of them. And through that, I learned that I was still using my abilities, that where my information was coming, people would say, how'd you even think of that? Where did that even come from? I've never even thought about doing it that way. And I'd go home and think, "How? where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And what I realized that was, although I had shut that down when I was younger, it was still in me. It was still coming through. And when I was probably 22, someone walked into the office where I was working and said, hey, do you want to go see a medium this weekend? We're all going to go. And I said, no, not really. Why wouldn't we go see someone who's great? Like, I didn't even know what a medium was. Well, that's another thing. Explain to everyone listening, what is a medium? So a medium is someone who connects you with your loved ones in spirit. And then a psychic is someone who talks to you and connects with your your guides, your higher powers, and talks to you about the here and now. So that could be career or family, or it could be your business, right? Could be anything that's happening here and now. So and I Karen, went- can you, and, and Karen, quick question there. Can you be- just a psychic and not be a medium? Oh, that's the best question ever. 
I believe everyone is a psychic. I, because we all think about things like you think about someone and suddenly they call. For some reason, you walk into a room and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to connect with that person or, oh my gosh, I've never seen that person before. I want to, I want to go be best friends with them. So that's kind of the intuition. A hundred percent. Intuition is psychically reading ourselves. So we're using that part of our brain that creates that psychic ability. So everyone I believe has that. It's whether or not we listen to it. And it's really a superpower. So I, I really want everyone to listen to it. Well, and I love, I love what you just said, because, you know, I talk often about 3HQ, head, heart, highest self, and the idea that there's intuition. And when you have in the head, it's the knowing. When you have it in the heart, it's that feeling. And when you have it in the highest self, it's the sense And as you're saying this, I'm like, you know, that's so interesting to think about psychic ability around intuition. And two, the way I say it is too many people may hear something, right? Or feel it or know it, but they don't listen to it, right? (laughs) They're like, oh no, it can't be. That happens. It happens all the time. We say it to ourselves. Oh, why didn't I do it that way? Why did I? Why didn't I listen? It's it, it happens more often than not. And learning to listen to that. And and just to be clear, when I say listen, I I've done this now for years. I've heard an external voice, like in a room where I had to look around to see what it was twice, I think. I hear it in my head. So when you're hearing, when people are listening and they're wondering like, oh, is she hearing some voice from the side? It's that inner voice that's talking to us. Mm, We're going to go there because I got to tell you, you said some crazy things. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I, like I said, I just re-listened, but let's keep going with the journey. And you were invited to go see a medium. You're like, what the heck? I was in, yes. And that medium taught me something so significant. I got this message. It ended up being from my grandfather and it ended up being for someone else. I couldn't relate to the entire message. So I just sat and took it all in. And then I relayed that message and and the person was in tears that I relayed it to. And I realized at that moment that this is for sure, for sure. I didn't create it in my head. I didn't will it to be. I knew nothing about it. So that was one significant thing. And the other thing is, I can tell you now, decades later, almost verbatim what she said to me. And I can't tell you what I had for dinner last Wednesday. Interesting. So things that you hear, you never forget. You, when it comes from a psychic medium, the impact of those words is so significant. So when I really put all of that together and realized that I could help people, my, that voice inside of me said, get out of tech. At the time I was running, uh, we had developed think Airbnb for parking. We had focused it in LA. Now it's across the country, but 
the voice was like, go. So I talked to my business partner. I said, Hey, I just want you to know this is like the eight month window by December. I'm out. I'll sit on the board. I'll help, but I'm, I'm going to transition out. He said, what are you going to do? I said, I think I'm going to go talk to dead people. And he said, I am (laughs) so excited for you. This is where you belong. So I've really worked hard to make sure that I, I, understood the the neuroscience of it, that I've understood the language of it, and that I've understood the impact that it can have on people. And you talked a little bit about my giving back side. I really wanted to- Yes, before you go into the giving back, hold on. Yes. Super interesting. And I just want to, this just came up for me as you were saying it. I worked at Oracle, high-tech company, Silicon Valley, for almost 10 years. And I really did feel like sales came super easy to me. Like, I just knew, like, oh, I need to try this. I need to go do that. And I remember people asking, like, you know, okay, so share with us, like, you know, your methodology, your process. And I would be embarrassed to be able to say, I don't know, I just knew. Like, it just sounded so just like, (laughs) just, it didn't sound meaty enough. It didn't sound like, you know, I was almost embarrassed because I'm like, you know, and I would kind of make up these like, well, I used step one and step two, and then I did this and this is my process. But in reality, it was that knowing, like, I'm like, ah, but I couldn't explain it to anyone. And especially, you know, years ago this was something that, you know, nobody wanted to talk about your intuition. Nobody wanted to talk about that psychic ability. So it sounds like you were doing the same thing that you were really very successful. You were leveraging this and you're saying everyone has it, but do you think that like you are off the charts? I mean, have you always been this way? Boy, Hillary, I don't, think yes i've always been this way yes i've i've always had a knowing i've always been able to connect with the other side and to me i wouldn't say it's off the charts i would just say it's totally normal it's just what it's all you know yeah, yeah. it really is i think that you know people call it a gift or something i don't know called. is it a gift for you because sometimes i'm thinking as you said, I don't ever forget, or you're, you know, let's, let's go into now your give back your, you know, this idea that you have, you do have this, this, whatever we're going to call it gift, or just a a real sense of, I want to help people share mm-hmm. with us what you're doing and how you, how you control that. Cause I know that there's some outcomes that are not necessarily, you know, they're, they're not the good ones. That is a perfect synopsis of that. So I needed to find, I needed, I say, because I need that for me. I I need to always have a focus that's outside of myself that's helping aside from just the work that I'm doing. So I volunteer with two different not-for-profits right now. Uh, They both are heavily entrenched with the law enforcement community. You mentioned the FBI earlier. Um, It's linguistics, police officers, retired, active, everything involved with both of them. And we actually help look for missing people. 
Missing people in the United States is a silent epidemic, and I could talk for hours on that. I'll leave it at that. Um, and when you work with people that have missing loved ones, they are in a state of crisis. And it is so imperative <laughs> that that there are trustworthy people that surround them because people will try anything. They'll do anything when their loved ones are missing. So I work with a group of psychic mediums in both of these groups. Uh, I work with the law enforcement. We get information psychically and or mediumshiply because they may have already passed. So I may be connecting with them in a different way. We find out where they're- My heart just dropped, like literally- you know, as you said that, because I'm sure that sometimes, you know, you're probably, and I don't know, you know, out of all the different cases that you work, how many you already realized have passed. And you know, pretty quickly, I know, and maybe I should say, I know pretty quickly because of how my energy shifts, how it is that I'm connecting with them. So on with one of them, they just had a board meeting, the annual board meeting from, they have an odd calendar year. And 132 cases we worked on, and of the 132 cases, 132 of them were resolved. And of those 132 that were resolved, they were all resolved by some sort of information that came from a psychic medium. No. Isn't that awesome? Oh my gosh, that is incredible. Isn't so, that awesome? So the way that law enforcement really are solving, you know, the unsolved cases is by working with people like you. Now, I will say that there are, of course, far more than the 132 cases that on this with this one group. But law enforcement, generally speaking, won't say, oh, let's call a psychic medium in, right? Oh. They're like desperate when they get right. to that point. Right. And so it's an interesting connection. And yeah. the odds are you're never going to hear the chief of police get on the news at 6 p.m. and say, we worked with a psychic medium who helped us find. But it, and, and it's not my job to find or to solve or to anything. In that role, I just bring the nuggets in. They could be numbers that give us a coordinate where the person is. They could be a visual of something. They could be a knowledge of, a, of whatever the circumstances were. Um, on one of them, I was talking to the family first and I said, he's gonna be home in three days. I'm, you mark my words. He's going to be home in three days. And he, he was home in three days because I, I could yeah. hear him tell me that. So in, in certain instances, it brings an immediate relief. I was able to give them all kinds of other information from the past right. and the present. So they knew that I was connected to him. Stuff I, I not Googleable stuff, as I say. So they were able to get that comfort. So when I said he's going to be home in three days, it brought them a huge amount of relief because they knew somehow I was connected to him. Right. They knew he was alive. So it's it's a lovely, lovely That's way. a lovely story. But there's also the other stories that you have to, and you know it. Do you 
do you share with the family? Like, I'm sorry to say, or do you, how do you, how do you even approach that? I would never say to you, I think your person is in spirit. But what I would say is I have a spirit here. Spirit comes in on this side of me. So I keep reaching to this side. I know that based on the video that I, you know, in my, my session. Mm-hmm. So I would, yeah, mom was mom was right there on your right. <laughs> I love your mom. Oh, so cute. Uh, but like, but how do you, you know, you have yeah, you have this ability to do this. You have these families, and you know, you know. Sometimes you're probably like, I know too much, right? Some of the times you're like, okay, I'm gonna help. But how do you go about it? Do you go right to law enforcement and say, this is what I, you know, I'm feeling, I'm seeing, I'm, you know, and then you let them kind of deliver the information. If they're working, if a private investigator has come to me, or if law enforcement has come to me, or if one of these groups that I work for has come to me, I go back to them with the information that I have. And then they cross the bridge with the family. If it's a family that's come to me, which oftentimes happens, I'll work on it when I know where I'm at. And then I would say, I just want to give you some information. So I might first connect to say um, the person's father that's maybe in spirit and they know it. And so we do that part of the reading. So they understand how it works because they probably never had a reading. And then I'll say, I have another person that's in spirit and I'll work through that and they'll tell me, I'll let them tell me who it is that I have in spirit so that they understand. Um, oh my gosh, this is just, it really is incredible. And when we first got on our call, you immediately said, there's someone wanting to come in, wanting to come in. And you were really surprised. You said, is this your first time that you've connected and been able to channel your, you know, with your mom? I'm like, Yeah. And it was mind blowing. I feel very connected to my mom. But when you started to go into your process and as you said, she was coming in on the right and you immediately said, oh, you know, she loved to hold your hand. She loved to, oh my God, she totally did on planes, anywhere. She'd grab my hand and you, you said things that were nobody would know that like nobody would know and even things that when i reheard it this morning i'm like wow so can you tell us the process of what it's like when you're actually channeling what what go what what is happening well for me the first <laughs> you're like oh For me, the first thing that I do is set an intention. It's the very first thing that I do. I set my own intention before I get on with someone, but then I set an intention that that who you need to speak with is going to come through and that you're going to understand it and that it will be a message of healing. It doesn't matter that I don't understand it. I need you to understand it. And then I just center myself, I guess is the best way to say it. And oftentimes I'll just take a moment with my eyes closed. It's, it's connecting with the divine in that space because it's, it's opening me up for something that's going to have a huge impact on 
you or on whoever it is I'm reading for. And when I open my eyes, they're there. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. Now, sometimes I might visually see someone, but some oftentimes I'll just start knowing first. That's usually how it starts to come to me. I will know that I've got a female. And as I feel into that, I will know that it's your mother. And once I connect into her energy, because we're all energy, right? Everything is energy. Once I connect into her energy, she just, she pours it out in that situation. She'll say whatever's on her mind. What can be a little bit tough is that oftentimes we come in, I call it psychic amnesia. Someone will come in and they will be so focused on hearing from their grandfather, which is an example, their grandfather, their grandfather. And I've got this other spirit who's coming in. Because I've opened up with an intention that you'll hear what it is you need to hear and that it will be healing for you. So I had another spirit come in and it was a young man and he was giving me name, date, serial numbers, everything. And this person I was reading for kept saying, nope, nope, nope. I know he's here and I know he's connected to the person. So I said, okay, look, I'm just going to, I'm going to say one more thing and we're going to let him go. Were you sitting out on your back porch last night? Yes. Did you see a shooting star last night? Yes. Did you drop the F-bomb when you saw that and wonder whether or not that was someone sending you a sign? He said, oh, <laughs> you have my best friend in spirit. He just took his life. And I did not know he could get to spirit that fast. So I did not think you could deliver a message from him. God, that's amazing. So I knew things. I saw things. I heard things. If I'm completely blended in with the spirit, sometimes people see me doing like I'll take my glasses off or I'll start feeling, I'll, I'll feel their hair or I'll feel their knuckles on their hands or I'll feel their glasses. So sometimes I'm actually touching things. Sometimes spirit will make me, if someone's a uh, real proper or conservative, they'll, you know, tell me to sit up straight or they'll, uh, they just give me nudges in different ways so that they come through using all of my senses. I use taste primarily if someone has been on a longer term medication for some illness that they might've experienced. And then also if there's been an addiction that taste will become very prominent for me. And smell I use very rarely, but I can distinctly tell you the difference between cigarette and pipe smoke. <laughs> so is, it is so incredible. And I have to say, when you when I came in and I I or when I started the the call with you, I remember thinking, wow, my dad had just passed. Is he gonna come in? You know, I've had my grandmother who passed, my mom who had passed. I had all these people and you were so funny. You said, God, there is one woman that is like coming to the front of the line. And at the end, I said, it was interesting that my dad didn't come in at all. And you said, your mom wouldn't let him. <laughs> and, she, and it was just so funny because it's exactly, I can, like, that was my mom. But it was really, you know, fascinating to me that first off you started the session and you said, are you interested in channeling this, you know, psychic, which one or hybrid? And I said, um, 
I really want to do a hybrid. And what came from that is that predominantly was the channeling, but there was a lot of psychic information that came through my mom to me on my business and on my life and with my children. And I was like, oh my God, it was like everything. But there were some moments that were show-stopping. And you, one thing that I was just blown away is that, you know, people know I love butterflies, but there was a time right before my mom passed that I said, okay, mom, when you come back, I know you're going to come back as a butterfly, but I also know that I see butterflies all the time. Like they're all over. So how will I know which one is you? She said, Hillary, that's so easy. I'll just come like right at your face. I'll just like go straight beeline right towards you. You'll know it's me. And I'm always going to be a big butterfly. Don't like those small little ones. That's not me. So you said to me, hey, I know you look out the window. Your mom says you're, that you look out the window a lot. And yes, I have a, a office that has multiple windows. And I do. I look out all the time. And there is this large butterfly that comes and, you know, goes right in front of my window. And all of a sudden you said, yeah, the large butterfly that comes in front that you're looking out at, that is your mom. And don't worry, all the other little butterflies, not your mom. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what she said. And then you used other words that you even said at one point. And I know you don't remember this because it was so like, you know, I'm, you do all these, you do so many, but you said to my mom, you said, okay, is that the word you want to use? Nobody uses that word. And all of a sudden she says, that's the word. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the word. That would be a word my mom would use. And it was so fascinating because all of a sudden in the middle, you said, I want to talk about, she wants to talk about your business. And right before my mom died, my mom said to me, Hillary, my only regret is that I haven't been able to help you with your business more because I'm not, I don't have a business background, but when I'm on the other side, I'll really be able to help you. And all of a sudden, I, like you switched and you said, Hillary, is there something you want to ask? And I'm like, you know, you're almost like, like in this state, everyone where you're petrified, you're like, no, what else, you know, what else is she going to say? And all of a sudden you said, Hey, your mom's taking us a different way. She wants to talk about your business. And she started to, again, through you and everybody, don't worry that Karen doesn't go into like a high pitched voice, like my mom or a, you know, low pitched. If you're talking to your, it's not that weirdness. It's still Karen. It's still her voice. It's beautiful. And she says, you know, all these great things when she's talking and she'll be like, wait a second. I don't understand that. And the biggest, biggest thing that I noticed is that when you said after, you know, mom gave me more information on the business, you said at the beginning to my mom, she was like, repeating the word launch. And you were like, no, 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 I already know that, you know, Hillary's already said she's going through a launch. And, and I knew my mom was referring to my company relaunched, relaunch. And you're like, no, we can't use that word. Can't use that word. And she kept coming back and she kept saying it. And you were terrific. You were just like, and I'm not saying anything. Cause I'm like, first off, you're just like, 
blown away by the whole thing that you you barely can even ask questions because it's such an incredible experience. But I watched you finesse the conversation and it was just so you, you do it on Zoom, everybody. And you bring this like all these, like you said, you all of a sudden said, I miss you. You you told me what I was saying to her in the mornings. And I I do. I'm like, mom, I really miss you. I wish you were here. You guys, everyone, my mom, my my rock, my best friend in my life. I would talk to her all the time, five times a day. I'd call her, I'd get her opinion. She was a brilliant, brilliant woman. Even though she didn't have business experience, she always gave me the best business advice. And you said exactly what I say to her every morning. Like, mom, I really miss you. I so wish you were here right now. And you gave me such comfort because you said, I am here. I'm here with you every single day, every morning, you know, put your hand out. I'm holding your hand. And I'm like, oh my God, I had been doing that. I do that in the middle of the night where I'm like, I reach out and I just lay my hand down facing the sky. And I know she's holding my hand, but beyond that, How do you, like, what is the best way for someone to truly work with you, to truly get the maximum out of a Karen medium psychic relationship? I think that the best way is to start with a reading just so that they understand what is possible. I always always make sure that you are in control. I always ask, do you want to hear everything? Do you want to speak with everyone? I show you my secret weapon, which is this, which means shut up, Karen. I don't want to talk about that. It's understanding that you still have control. It's understanding that they're here with you. It's understanding that the information that comes through is at a different level. It's not something that I read about. It's it's at a very personal level. It's allowing you to start healing. Mm-hmm. It's allowing you to start experiencing the expanse of it. Once you realize that this is possible, then the opportunities are endless. And it just depends on where you're at. If it's something that you want to explore to deepen your connection with your business, it's about exploring how you can do that. It's we work together through through the year to put together not just developing your psychic abilities in that case, but also in how to apply them so that you're actually taking yourself on your own best path. It's about working with you. You may have numerous loved ones that you either didn't get to tell them something or you didn't get to hear that one thing you'd been waiting for your whole life. And so it's about it's about a process of maybe continuing those types of readings so that you can heal from that. So okay, I've got to interject here. You did that with me. There was this this thought that I had that continued to ruminate about why didn't my mom and I really talk about her dying? Like we never really discussed it. And I am, you know, I am definitely the optimist. I, and I tell stories about that. I thought I had signs that mom was going to be the miracle and all that. And then, 
you know, there were things that came up and that's for a different day. But when you said you have a question and I was able to ask this question around why didn't we talk at the end and I didn't say anything more. And you were like, she says I wanted to keep living and not process dying. I wanted to get every moment with you in the present. And if we had discussed the dying part, it would have gone to that. And I wouldn't have been able to live out my life. You've said that. And I'm like, that's exactly what I needed to hear from my mom. You would never have had a clue about that. That was literally what was going on in my head. Like, what the heck? You left me high and dry. Like, not cool, mom. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, that is a beautiful thing. And we did it up until the very end. We lived life until literally I held her hand and she left this earth. And I was just like, ah. And I listened again this morning. Tears are flowing. I'm even tearing up right now. And it was a beautiful thing because I have such peace. And another thing you said, is that you paused and you said, I just want to, and this was earlier in the conversation, I remember before I had been given that piece and it was building up to what that, that last comment I just said, but you said, um, let me just hold on. Like, what? okay. And you said, well, wait, I just want to let you know your, your heart is totally fine. You're very healthy. Everything is good. But you said, I had this very deep feeling around your heart and I just checked to make sure, is there something wrong? And but what you have, Hillary, is it's almost like my heart's still broken from the loss. And I was like, it is. It is. I'm still very raw. And you, by, I, you allowed me to hear what my mom was saying. It started the healing process in such a beautiful way. And ah, oh, what a gift. What a true gift. So I got to say, it, it just, it, I, I, want to have people understand that you're available and can you share where people can go to find you to book these incredibly impressionable meetings with you you can go to karenromine.com it's my last name is r-o-m-i-n-e and i would like to offer for all of your listeners a 50 dollars coupon so they can get a reading at a discount and experience it for themselves, they'll use the coupon code relaunch. So that oh, is you guys, a, that is such a gift. That is the code relaunch. Thank you. That is amazing. I know you're gonna have you're gonna be so busy. <laughs> it's so great. I I look, I it's the the work that I do, I I really I really look at it from a whole different perspective. I really appreciate and value what it can do and how people can experience things. And um, it's, it's a passion. It's, it's not my sole passion, right? But it's a passion of mine yeah. and I'm, I'm here and I would love to answer if you have 
questions about what the heck is a reading. I don't know if a reading's for me. Are you sure I'm going to have control? What happens if I open up? People have a lot of questions. So if you have questions, you can email me. My link is on the website too. Feel free to reach out with your questions. I will I will personally respond to them because I do want to make sure that everybody understands too. Well, and I have no doubt we are going to have a great collaboration together, this partnership. I think that there's so much of what we do at Relaunch and how you just add to that in such a beautiful way. And so thank you for gifting that to everyone. So please, and if there's anyone that wants to talk to me in regards to really the session, please DM me because it was it was incredible. It really was. So Karen, we have to wrap. I am so sad. I would I love to continue. For hours. Well, and you're just such an incredible light in my life. And thank you again for what you gave to me for allowing me to start that healing process really deeply because I have been doing it in a, a way I thought I was, but you just kind of like, you gave me that spark. You truly ignited that for me. So again, thank you for being here, everyone. All of this information will be in the show notes, but again, I, I want to just say, open up your mind and the spirit, the universe, it will come in and it will, you know, there's so many, so many things that go unanswered in our life because we just don't ask. And so now is your opportunity and you hear me often say, live now, love now, relaunch now, and realize that as you open yourself up, you open yourself up to not just the logical way in the 3HQ, the head component, but there's the heart and the highest self. And when you work all of them together, that's when your magic literally shines. So everyone have a great week. We will be back again soon. Take care, everyone. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, you can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.